Assalamu alaikum everybody and welcome to a new episode of Muslima Podcast. I'm Asma, your host, and today I'm going to be talking to Sister Nora Salam, who is the author of Moonlight Hope. Moonlight Hope is a novel that follows two young Muslims in their struggles with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with the people around them, and just their everyday experiences as Western Muslims. Um, it's really a great book. You should definitely check it out. I'm going to be asking Nora today about what inspired her to write the book, you know, come up with the characters as well as general advice for young Muslims out there. So make sure to tune in. Assalamu alaikum, Nora. Wa alaikum assalam. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Asma? I'm good. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you so much for coming on and being interviewed. Um, my first question for you today is, what inspired you to write Moonlight Hope? Well, I've always been into writing since I was young. Like I've always uh, captured, I've I've always kept a journal and stuff. And so I really, I've always enjoyed writing and stuff. And so I noticed that there was a huge void of Muslim literature, especially in the Western context. And so I wanted to be able to contribute to telling our own stories um, in an effort to like connect with other Muslims and try to inspire other people um, who might be going through like many of the nuanced challenges that Western Muslims go through. And so I, you know, have that creative streak and I wanted to be able to express it in like a really satisfying way. And so I decided to start writing this book. Yeah, mashallah. And I'm sure that you've like impacted so many people already. So may Allah reward you. Um, so obviously don't want, we don't want to spoil anything for anybody. But um, tell me more about the two main characters in Sitar and Majid. How did you come up with their characters? And was it inspired in any way by your own experience? Yeah, Intisar and Majid are definitely like, there's bits and pieces of of myself. And there's bits and pieces of, of people that I know that are in these characters. And I think they aren't necessarily carbon cut copies of anybody I know, but they're sort of characters like in a conglomeration of, of the very real shared experience that many Muslim Americans have. And so um, Intisar was honestly, I, I see a lot of Intisar in a lot of people that I know and like in, in, in my younger self as well in the fact that, you know, she just wants to get married. She just wants, you know, to have that freedom, quote unquote. And, you know, she's, you know, a lot of young Muslim American women, they're sort of living under their parents' house and they're, you know, they have a lot of strict rules to deal with. And, and so, and you, and on top of that, like they can't really date and, you know, all of that stuff. So all of that stuff combined, I think created this character that I think exists, um, as a byproduct of the Muslim American experience, you know, that feeling of just wanting to have somebody to share your life with and just sort of like wanting to fit in and belong somewhere. And I think, that's sort of what created Intisar, and um, and it was really satisfying to just like be able to flesh out a real character, like not somebody who is just a product of you know perfection or whatnot. It's you know a real character, and um, Majid was definitely um, also in a, in a sort of inverse way was uh, the product of of being a Muslim American as well, in that he also is in very much the same way looking for a place to fit in and the way that he sort of finds that is not really through trying to get married or something but it's through other sort of toxic behaviors and so he does a lot of things that to just fit in you know stuff like drinking stuff like partying because that's what makes him feel makes him feel like something you know makes him feel fit feels that he fits in um and so he basically also has like that same struggle of you know just not really 
like just trying to find answers as well as Intisara is really trying to find answers and so these two characters they go through a lot of struggles that I think a lot of people fall into um as a result you know of just trying to you know find themselves and so the journey that they go through is something that I think is very organic and um very relatable for many people in America yeah absolutely I totally agree I think these characters are pretty non-traditional from what I've seen in like other books but I really like that because I think it's a little bit more relatable um because they're not perfect they're flawed and and you show their flaws um I also wanted to ask about how this story is kind of you know, a love story, but it might not be like the traditional love story that you see between two people. You know, the book is more focused on the love story between the two characters and their creator. So like what, you know, what what caused you to write the book with that direction? I think so much of love stories occur before ever meeting the other person, because that's the period of your life or before ever, I should say, um, starting a relationship with that other person or a marriage with the other person, because a lot of it beforehand is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and yourself shaping yourself, shaping your character and molding yourself into the person that you're supposed to be before you meet that person rather than just sort of trying to, you know, use the other person to find things like self-fulfillment, like purpose, like direction, identity, stuff like that. And so that's something that I wanted to um, really uh, highlight and sort of display in this book because it is harder, you know, as we see with Intisar, you know, she just wants to gloss over all of her problems basically by getting married to somebody else and you know that doesn't work uh, obviously and so that's sort of uh, as well as the fact that um in islam typically like we don't have relationships and stuff and you know obviously both of them were not in a position to be thinking about marriage or to get married and so i didn't want to introduce dating or whatnot to the book and yeah, they, they just clearly had so much growing to do with uh, in within themselves. And this is something that sort of happens a lot. It's like people in Islam, like Muslims, typically get married like really young, like 19, 20. And I wanted to show like another perspective of that, of um, two people who really grew and really like strengthened and solidified their character um, before meeting each other. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a great sentiment to have that you need to grow yourself before expecting somebody else to just, you know, be perfect. I think there's like this thing that like girls and like, you know, guys and girls are looking for this perfect person who has like amazing character, but like they themselves don't have it. Um, They just kind of like gloss over their own flaws. So I definitely agree. I think that's a great sentiment to have. And I'm looking forward to the sequel. Hopefully they get to like, you know, meet each other and have more of like their own love story, you know. Um, but moving on from the book and talking more about you, Nora, um, being a young Muslim yourself, um, what pushed you to write this book while also being busy with, you know, so many other things and what were any challenges you faced along the way? Yeah. So, um, in terms of like my own career and stuff, I've sort of struggled with this a lot. Like I went through many years of just trial and error of trying to figure out like, what do I want to do with my life? And, um, so I was finishing up my master's degree when I basically started writing this and it was something in something completely unrelated to writing and something tech based. And so I went through like this phase of just trying to figure out what I want to do. And for a while I thought, you know, I started writing this book and I was really enjoying it and I was having so much fun doing it. And so I tried to make that like into my career, but for a couple of months, like it just honestly wasn't working out because it was just too much I think the logistically writing doesn't really lend itself to be done full time unless you are 
already like an established novelist, you know, with our already successful book and you are accruing like an actual steady source of income. And so one of the biggest learning lessons I've had is that like, I enjoy writing, but I just, I, I think its place is to be as a hobby rather than like as a full-time thing, because, um, you know, I, I was so worried about finding a source of income and, you know, being able to sustain myself in the future. And I thought, you know, me spending every day just writing eight hours a day, I wanted to keep my foot in the real world as well. And so when I was just, you know, writing by myself all the time and I was just by myself a lot, like it was very isolating. And it, I think I just came to this realization that, you know, I want to write and I, but I think it's important. It's important for me, I think even um, personally to have like, another like full-time job that's sort of keeping me anchored into the real world and keeping me like moving and keeping me structured and stuff and just doing the writing and whatnot in the evenings and in in the weekends and I think that's that's what fits much more better for me yeah yeah absolutely um I think we all have to we all have to figure out what works for us and sometimes writing can be a little bit risky you know income wise so I think starting out with a job and writing is definitely good and I've talked to some authors on this podcast who you know were in your position they had a full-time job and then they were writing on the side and then their their one or two books that they had like really took off and then you know they were able to you know just depend on that and and focus on other things and not have that full-time job so that might happen to you too but um you know that's an important lesson to learn for sure for sure um so my last question and that I ask at the end of every episode is what is one piece of advice that you have for a young Muslim listening to this um, who's trying to figure out her career and her faith? That's a really good question. And that's something that would be so helpful for me. I think so helpful for anybody, you know, even at like me, if I was age 20 to listen to this, I would say, first of all, um, this might sound a little bit outlandish, but just try not to focus on like marriage that much like it'll marriage will happen at the right time when it's supposed to be just don't make that like the priority in your mind um and don't i i honestly would say the number one priority in what in your life should be literally pleasing allah ta'ala and just finding a really strong identity and really really strong source of fulfillment within allah ta'ala um and just like making that like your priority and your intentions and like your goal to like please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so those would be my main pieces of advice to any you know young Muslim who's trying to figure it out and spend your time wisely is another thing yeah for sure thank you so much for all of those helpful pieces of advice I really appreciate it I think that you know sometimes we can like hyper focus on certain things especially in certain cultures that we grow up in there is like this focus on marriage and I think it it can be somewhat like you know toxic for people um because they're not focusing on themselves they're focusing on trying to find someone else and please someone else so for sure that was really really helpful advice um thank you so much Nora for coming on the podcast I wish you all the success with Moonlight Hope so, Nora, where can we find um, the link to purchase your book as well as your own social media platforms? <clears throat> N-O-R-A-S-A-L-A-M.com. And then my Instagram is author Nora Salam. And like a quick link to the book is b.link slash moonlighthope. Um, and yeah, those are the main things. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Muslima Podcast. Make sure to follow and subscribe and check out our Instagram at muslima.podcast. Thank you all and see you next week.